0: Welcome to the God and Cancel Culture podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Stephen Strang, and recently I finished a book by the same title. I started this podcast to draw attention to the book. I knew it would draw a new listenership, but this podcast actually ran on the Strang Report. There is a chance you already heard it, so I like to give that disclaimer. Today, my podcast is is about the release of the book, and I talk about it in more depth than I have before. There's also an offer at the end of the podcast where you can get $120 worth of stuff, we call it, if you go on my website, which is stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang, books with an S.com. And it includes things like a subscription to Charisma Magazine and an audio book of the harbinger by jonathan kahn and my first book god and donald trump i mean it really adds up there's also some other materials there some free downloads i hope that that will make you want to go there and pre-order the book god and cancel culture so stay tuned for my podcast as it appeared on the strang report Welcome to The Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Welcome back. You know, this is my fifth major book in the last couple of years. The other four were all about Donald Trump. But they really weren't as much about Donald Trump as what was happening in America but suddenly we had this very unlikely advocate for Christian values and conservative values that I believe God raised up, and that was the theme of God and Donald Trump, which was the biggest and the first. It was followed by Trump aftershock on his first two years in office. Then I wrote God, Trump, in the 2020 election, and the most important thing in that is I said why I felt Trump had to win. And it wasn't about Donald Trump. It was about that if the other side, the left, got in, that things would be really bad. And I can make an argument, I'm sure that most of my listeners could too, that what I said has actually happened. Things are bad and getting worse. But that's a topic for a different day. The second chapter in that book was Why Trump Might Lose and while the chapter was not prophetic, I did predict some of the things that would happen, including the election fraud and the involvement of China. And there was a lot of other stuff in the book about what different leaders were saying and prophecies. I had a chapter on the relationship between Donald Trump and the African-American community, and also the history of the Democratic party which has really been racist all the way back to slavery they were the party of slavery and after the civil war the whole south was democrat because it wasn't lincoln's party i mean it's that simple there it's a lot more complicated than this the jim crow laws were all passed by democratic legislatures signed by democratic governors and you know things have shifted now in our day where because of the civil rights movement of 1964 and Lyndon Baines Johnson, who by the way, was reputed to be a racist himself. And I say that, and I back it up in the book, you can read it, and I'm not just throwing it out. It seems like the left calls anybody that they don't like a racist. In fact, uh, this new critical race theory says that all white people are racist just because they're white. You know, we have a very serious situation in our country Our country is very, very divided, like probably no time since the Civil War. And so I wanted to address the issues I felt after the election, after Biden was sworn in, that I needed to address it. And I was really kind of a quandary because my writing career was kind of around Donald Trump. The very first words in the book is, this book is not about Donald Trump, you might be surprised because I've written four books about him by the way the fourth book was a little quickie book I wrote during the lockdown called God Trump and COVID-19 I wrote it in 21 days it was paperback it actually sold fairly well but at the time you know there was a lockdown we released it as an e-book an audio book which I read by the way and then as things opened up of course we released it in print But I really consider that to be kind of part two of God, Trump, in the 2020 election. And, you know, one of the things that's happening in our country is that the left is trying to cancel everything they don't like. Right after the election, they canceled the Twitter account of the president of the United States. Can you believe it? But, you know, this is what communists do. In fact, I make an argument that a lot of what we're seeing isn't really socialism, it's a unique American form of communism and that China is really behind it. And communists and other dictators have always tried to silence opposition. We've not had that in our country because we have our Bill of Rights, including free speech, free press. Our press, which should be looking out after our freedoms, has become almost like Pravda to the Communist Party. and. The, sense that they just give the Democrats a free pass on everything. I mean, look at the difference between when a couple of Donald Trump's children met for a couple of hours with somebody from Russia, and they t- apparently talked about adoption or stuff like that. Nothing came of it, but they made a big deal about it. Then when Hunter Biden was shown to have done millions and maybe some deals that were in the billions of dollars with the Chinese communist government and a whole lot of other things. I mean, just out and out corruption. They brushed it under the rug so much that the big tech giants wouldn't even post the articles. And then when individuals tried to post them, they would take them down. This is part of what we call cancel culture and it's rampant. I even experienced it to a small extent with Facebook and my book on Donald Trump. They would not allow us to advertise it. And then Amazon sold thousands of copies from the time it released in January up to the summer. And then suddenly we had zero orders for four months in a row until after the election. And they didn't take it off the site But they said it was out of stock. And we tried and tried, or I should say uh, our marketing people tried. I didn't personally, of course. You know, I am a publisher. I've published over 1,000 books. But it's been kind of interesting the last few years to be an author and kind of, you know, see things from that perspective. But they ordered zero. And, I mean, Amazon is one of our biggest customers. They never order zero. But after the election, they put in a big order, I guess, to kind of catch up and we see this kind of thing happening. Now, I think what I'm saying is an issue, it's important. I write about it in the book, but more importantly is that the culture is more and more against God, against Christianity, against what we would consider Judeo-Christian values. You know, we've been seeing this happen for decades, but it's just become kind of out in the open. And really what I believe And really, the underlying issue in the book is that people are trying to cancel Christianity. You know, it started in the 60s with taking prayer and Bible reading out of schools, and it's continued so that expressing a Christian values or message is less and less popular and actually frowned on and kind of not socially acceptable, or now we say not politically correct. You know, and as the culture has become more and more, shall I say, gay friendly, LBGTQ plus, they say, you know, they actually come down on people. And a couple of countries have actually passed some laws that if you criticize the homosexual community or say that it's sin, that it is a hate crime and. I mean, this just shows you how upside down things are. You know, the Bible talks about when men call right, wrong, and wrong, right, and we're seeing it in our day. In fact, as things get worse and worse, it seems to be building to some big crescendo. We seem to be moving toward a one world government, and I even explore this in the book and ask, you know, is it building up to something that would actually set the stage for the Antichrist? that's written about in the book of Revelation. Most people don't pay much attention to the book of Revelation, even Christians. It is hard to read or hard to understand. Uh, There's all kinds of different interpretations, but something seems to be afoot. In my book, I interview, I think, 22 leaders, and I interviewed them and recorded them, and then I used the recordings to make into podcasts. I put them on the Strang Report over a period of time. I would go into the studio later and record an introduction. Later, I decided just about a month or so ago to start a second podcast called Guide and Cancel Culture, the same name as the book. And it's my way to try to focus attention on the book and maybe draw in a new listenership And what we've done, you may want to check it out, is that I've taken all of the podcasts having to do with the book, plus a couple of others on the subject, and I go into the studio and record a new introduction and say, look, I had this on the Strang Report, you may have heard it, but I'm redoing it on this new podcast, Guide in Cancer Culture, and then I usually offer the book at the end of the uh, podcast, and we're actually getting quite a bit of traction for this you may want to check it out on the charisma podcast network but with these leaders it isn't so much what i say as me quoting leaders and they go all the way from mike lindell to mario murillo to people like that i tried not to interview all the same people that i had interviewed for some of my previous books it is a different book it has a very different feel than my books on trump Trump is in the book, but on kind of an as-needed basis where, you know, some point was being made. As the author, of course, I do evaluate this. I ask questions that I want the reader to think about. What I'm trying to do is to call attention to this problem because I see many Christians are very passive. They kind of feel, feel beat up in the culture. Most people have experienced something of cancel culture— And what happens is people are becoming more and more silent. And to me, that is the most dangerous cancellation of all. It's when people cancel themselves. And I write about this in the book, that Facebook or Twitter or something like that, or even Amazon will cancel something. They won't really say why. Uh, You have to kind of find out once in a while, it does come out why, and usually they call it hate speech or something. And but meanwhile, they do some new, um, you know, how shall I say it? Some some new rules about what they consider right or wrong or what they consider hate speech. They're never real rules specific, and so the author or the person who is canceled is like wondering, like, what did I say that was hate speech? This isn't hate. We're just quoting the Bible. It's what we've always believed. You know, even on the—and it seems to be most extreme with the LBGTQ community. You know, as recently as 2008, both Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama said they believed in traditional marriage between one man and one woman, and we Christians would add, for life— You know, this has been what has been the norm in culture going back to the beginning of recorded time, and it's pretty uniform across all cultures, whether they're Western civilization or other cultures in the world, even primitive cultures. So this is very new that suddenly it's considered hate speech to even speak out that there is another option, or maybe it's not the preferable way, or we don't want our children being taught this in schools, or we don't want drag queens uh, reading stories to little children uh, and being kind of role models. I mean, a few years ago, we could not even conceive of this, but all of this is happening faster and faster. I make that point in the book again and again that it almost seems like it's happening at warp speed. And so it's kind of like what Christians do Well, I hope that my book is an answer and I hope you want to read it. And you can go on my website, stevestrangbooks.com and you can read some sample chapters. There's some other things there. I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the podcast. You can also pre-order it. The book is at press right now. It'll be out in a month or so. We'll have some copies available ahead of time, but it's actually released on September 7th two months from the day I'm doing this recording. That's the day after Labor Day. That's how I remember it. And the book will be available everywhere at that time. And I'll be doing lots of media. I've been asked to speak in different venues, including some big ones. I'll be talking about that later too. But right now I'm trying to focus attention on this new book, God and Cancel Culture. And it would really help if you would pre-order the book You can pre-order it on stevestrangbooks.com as I'll explain later. And you get a whole bunch of free stuff if you order it from us. And actually we're gonna ship it out as soon as we get books from the printer. Amazon has a policy for all books, not just my book, that you pre-order it, there's a release date set, and on the release date, they charge your credit card, they don't charge it until then, and then they ship out all of them at once. On my last book, we had 3,000 pre-orders and that really gave it a shot in the arm, so to speak. It actually shows up as sales for the bestseller list. And to get on the bestseller list, you really need to have huge sales that first week. So it actually helps us if you pre-order the book. For one thing, they'll send it out to you and you don't have to go to a store or anything. You don't even have to really remember it. I pre-order books. I did one recently. and it showed up and it was like, oh yeah, I remembered I wanted to read this book and I hope that you'll have that same experience. You can go on and in the search line on Amazon, you can put in the words God and cancel culture, or you can put in Stephen Strang, Stephen's with a P-H, Strang is S-T-R-A-N-G, no E at the end, and it'll pop up all the books that I've written, including this one. There'll be a cover, there's an explanation, you know, some of the uh, endorsements that we've gotten are there. You know, just the normal stuff, really, for any book. It, but it's really, really easy. Now, there's a lot that I could say about the book. I mainly wanted to focus on the fact that it's coming out in two months from today and also ask you to pre-order it. I will be doing other podcasts. I'll be talking about some of the topics and some of the chapters. And I talk, in fact, I have in front of me a list of some of the topical things that i discuss so you know we talk about big tech we talk about the bill of rights black lives matter censorship china christianity in the church this is a whole alphabetical order we talk about compassion ministry showing the love of christ in this very hostile sort of anti-church cancel culture environment i talk a lot about communism and you know i grew up in the cold war And then we saw the Berlin Wall collapse and Russia kind of get rid of communism per se, although they have a new form of totalitarianism. And uh, the Chinese never threw off communism and some other countries never did. And it's kind of come back with a vengeance after we thought it was dead. We also talk about COVID-19 and how uh, people are being canceled just because they will say that ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine help people recover, but there is so much anecdotal information from respected doctors, but they have respected doctors, the frontline doctors and Dr. Stella Emanuel are the ones that I cite. And, you know, here are, well, everyone is afraid to say the word cure, but you know, if people take it and get better, in a way that's a cure, you know, they kind of shut down the whole world on this new virus, which, by the way, we can thank China for that, but they seem to have kind of gotten a get-out-of-jail-free card. They've never been held accountable for what they've done, but it's, it's scary to think that they can almost bring the world to its knees by releasing a virus. Now, we don't know if it was done on purpose or by accident, but I think it's pretty well known that it was released my opinion is it was released accidentally from a lab in Wuhan, China. And I go into that. I talk about it. I talk about how it is, you know, these doctors and others who say these things weren't kind of politically correct were canceled. I talk about critical race theory and how dangerous it is. We talk about the election, free speech, government overreach. I talk about humanism. I talk about intimidation by the left and leftist and liberal policies i discuss marxism which is you know really what communism is one world government i talk about how parlor was actually put out of business it it has kind of come back in a different format but it was put out of business i talk about pentecostals and charismatics and the spiritual aspect of this you know really the book is about god and what god is doing in our day what christians are doing what christian leaders are saying about this, there are a lot of Christian leaders that are believing that as bad as it is, this is sparking a revival and awakening. I talk about that as well. I discuss secular culture, social media, socialism, the US Supreme Court. We talked about transgenderism and so-called tolerance. You know, the left likes to kind of brag that they're tolerant, they will tolerate all these new lifestyles i guess you said someone said that there are 72 genders i can't even get my mind around how there can be 72 genders because god created male and female and uh, that's how biology works but in this new strange world you know the fact that god created male and female is being overthrown and they're saying that men can have babies you know these are of course transgender uh, women who biologically can have a baby, but they claim to be men. I mean, you know, this is this is insanity in a previous generation. And now there are those who think that it's normal or even think that it's preferable and that we who don't agree with them should be silenced. That's kind of the ensis of cancel culture. You know, I talk about voter fraud, voter irregularities, some of the things that came out about the voting machines. There's a lot of stuff here, folks, and I'm just kind of scratching the surface. I hope that I'm making you want to read the book. I want people to start talking about it. I want to get a book into your hands. This week, I'm starting to record the book on audio. You can get it on audio, of course, be on Kindle and all those devices as well. This is my way to get the book out far and wide. And if you've listened to me this far, and if you listen to the Strang Report, and of course I'll put this on the God and Cancer Culture podcast as well, you know, you probably agree with me, or you're concerned, or you at least want to hear what I have to say about it. And things are serious. And we have to stand up. We cannot let them cancel us. And the interesting thing is that when people do stand up, as happened in California, where they tried to cancel the church during the lockdown. I mean, why would they let marijuana dispensaries and liquor stores and all kind of big box stores, you know, that have groceries and the things that people need, they could all be open, but not churches. Governor Gavin Newsom even said that when they started letting like 10 or 25 people meet that they couldn't sing because little droplets would come out of their mouth and maybe somebody would get COVID-19 from it. I mean, it was just stupid. And they even did fines against churches. Che On is somebody that I interv- that I quote quite a bit. I've known Che since 1985, as I recall, he has a network of churches. He has a beautiful church there in Pasadena. I've actually attended there in years past. And, you know, but he never got involved in politics. He's a, he's a Korean by background. He has a, he's kind of soft-spoken. But he stood up to the government. And they were putting fines against him, $1,000 per person who came to church per incident. I mean, it was almost hard to calculate how much the fines would have been. Thankfully, it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and he won. And other churches, Greg Farrington from Northern California is somebody I interviewed at length. I have a podcast with him as well, and he stood up to him too. Now, he is from a conservative part of California, but all kinds of people started coming to his church. His church exploded. Same thing with Rob McCoy down in Thousand Oaks. They wouldn't even let him have communion. I mean— when you read what happened, it is just stunning. The book is very, very carefully researched. We looked into every detail. We wanted to get everything right. In fact, our fact checker was trying to check if the $1,000 a day was against the church or was against the individuals and how many there there were. And I mean, it was it was actually against the individuals, but the point was that it was kind of draconian You know, we have freedom of religion in America. It does not go away when there is an emergency, and especially when it went on for weeks and months. I really think that there are people who want to suppress the church and this health emergency, and it was a crisis. It has been declared a pandemic, gave them an excuse to do it, and I think they saw how passive Christians and you know churchgoers in general and, and it included people of the Jewish faith and Islam you know the restrictions were against them too kind of how passively everyone went along with it now there were some synagogues in New York City who stood up to Governor Cuomo and uh, he backed down but we've got to stand up these are bullies they're trying to get us to self-censor it's like, oh, we, here's our, we see all this stuff that's happening to other people, let's keep our head down and keep quiet and maybe they'll leave us alone. You know, i make the point that in, from uh, Eric Metaxas, uh, who is also a source that I, I cited, he said, in, he wrote about Bonhoeffer, he wrote the biography of Bonhoeffer, the great Christian martyr, because he was killed by the Nazis, that in the early 30s, a lot of the Germans didn't like Hitler. Uh, it was not clear how bad Hitler was. But in the early days, it was kind of like, well, you know, don't speak up, don't say anything, and maybe Hitler will leave you alone. Well, of course, that sure didn't work. And, you know, millions of people died as a consequence, not just Jewish people, but a lot of Christians uh, died too. In fact, Corrie Ten Boom, the author of The Hiding Place, is a good example of that. And she's honored at the Museum of the Holocaust at Yom Kippur in Jerusalem. They called the, call them righteous Gentiles who defended the Jewish people. And I just kind of throw that out, that it wasn't just uh, Jews that were killed, but a lot of Christians were killed. You know, I'm not saying that it's going to happen in America. We still have rights. We still have freedom. We still have time. But I'm sounding the alarm, and I need you to read the book, help me get the word out about the book. Hopefully it will wake people up. I'm more interested in waking people up than I am in just selling books. I sell a lot of books. Jonathan Kahn, Dr. Don Colbert, you know, many authors that you would know very, very well. And yes, I'm happy to sell a book. I mean, it costs us money to print it and market it and so forth. But I want to be clear, that is not my motive. My motive is that I have this platform, this tool, and this way to try to wake up the church and hopefully wake up other Americans too. There are many Americans who are not spirit-filled Christians or committed churchgoers who are alarmed about this like I am. So I hope that gives you a little feel for what the book is about. I hope you're excited. And I want you to stay tuned to a very special offer that I have on what you can get when you go to stevestrangbooks.com. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report with Steve Strang. To read more from Steve, visit his blog, The Strang Report, on charismamag.com. Again, it's The Strang Report on charismamag.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. This is Stephen Strang, and I'm back in the studio. I believe that God and cancel Culture is very important, the most important book that I've written. And I want to invite you to visit my website, SteveStrangBooks.com, where you'll receive over $120 of free gifts when you pre order the book before September 7th when it officially releases. When you order, you will receive four free ebooks, including my bestseller, God and Donald Trump, plus Jonathan Kahn's book, The Harbinger, plus a subscription to Charisma Magazine. I hope that makes you want to order the book on stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang, books with an S dot com. Go to the website and order today. Thank you for listening and God bless you.